So, Kavi is back during the whole mess that is the world. I remember watching a TV story where they're like, the expert says, if you go through with this, it'll destroy your economy. And the man's looking dead in the eye and was like, the people are just tired of listening to experts. <laughs> At the time, I didn't get it, but I finally understand. I finally understand. I am tired of these movie reviewers. <laughs> what was this? <laughs> okay, that's not something percent. Yeah. What was this? Yeah. You want to know what it was? Scenery, scenery, staring off into the distance. One line and classical music in, in the background. <laughs> Sad piano music. Sad piano Wait. music. <laughs> Look, look, I thought today would be different. Maybe we'll be talking about, like, the good news we finally got in Minneapolis, the the rightful justice that happened, right? But no, I have to go in a rant, because, my God. You gotta talk about a movie where an old lady shat in a bucket, and it is an Oscar movie. <laughs> it's an <laughs> Oscar movie. You don't, you don't, uh, no, you were the one who said that you wanted to do this one, but Sam's the one who suggested it. So I don't no, know. I did no. No, don't say Sam no, suggested. No, let's not say Sam suggested it. Right? Let's go for what happened. We're like, we need to do a. Let's movie, do a right? forensic analysis of the situation. <laughs> yes, let's analyze this because I'll take the blame. I I was like, let's watch this movie. We are. So you also take some blame for me to do this, right? See, I we suggested like, Mank so I could be angry. No. I I volunteered you to be angry. Mank. Yeah. But I was like, hey, let's not do movies just to be angry. We're kind of past that phase of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's not choose movies just for us to be angry. I was like, yo, so we're not going to do Mank. Pam was like, let's do the Chicago 7. I was like, no, I don't need to do the Chicago 7. There's too much trauma in the world at this moment. I don't want to see people going on trial right now, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. And we're like, okay, the Oscars are coming up. We need to do at least one of these Oscar nominated movies. And I was like, hey, what about No Man Land? It's about a white woman traveling across America. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, discovering myself nonsense. And was all gonna, that you stuff. thought it was going to be a happy van hippie story? No, not even happy van hippie story. I knew it would have like, its down moments. But honestly, I'd rather take my down and depressing moments than the boredom I achieved yeah. watching this. Yeah. <laughs> This movie was criminally boring. I say we're not even like, doing a cold open. We are just hopping right in uh, the, here. It, oh. this, this movie was very okay, uneventful. You know, like, uneventful. This is the only movie for the podcast where I did not finish it. Because I feel like I have an obligation to finish these movies. I wouldn't if I wasn't watching this, doing it for the see, podcast, but I feel like I need to. See, but I, Michael, here's the thing. Left. You did. 40, 47 minutes left in the movie. Michael, but quit. here's the thing. I'm you finished it. You did finish it. Because the oh, end oh, yeah, is yeah. the beginning. <laughs> the end is the beginning. She goes back to <laughs> the end. It's literally a circle. Is that the big twist? That the big twist <laughs> is that she. that's just one year, and she's going to repeat a whole new year exactly <laughs> like that. Exactly. Time is a flat circle. Pain is infinite. Over and over again. It was just so. so... Our our listeners can't see what's happening because we're video we're videoing while we're recording this, and Michael is just like head down on his desk right now, just like <laughs> right. pure defeat. He is oh. done. Well, it's when just when he said podcast. he didn't finish it, and I'm like, no, you did. You finished it. All right, <laughs> you did. Uh, if you started this movie, like... you finished it. You finished this movie. You know what happened. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like I ex- listen. I at least expected like some like some catastrophe to happen mid movie to be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the paw. I I thought the van breaking down would be a bigger deal, but it just wasn't. Oh, mm-hmm. she hiked to like her, or she took a bus, and now mm-hmm. the she took off. a bus to her rich sister and got money. Yeah, it's <sighs> okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, we'll but here's that. the thing, we'll though. Let's. Can we remember what I said initially when I first started watching this? I'm 30 minutes in. Will this pick up? <laughs> because I'm like, if this was nominated at the Oscars, it must have a, like just a gut punch of a final act. But it didn't. It really didn't. You would think. Yeah. If you um, want to know <laughs> what this movie was, there's one scene in this movie that sums up the whole theme of this movie. 
and my whole opinion of it. And there will be a story time after we introduce the podcast. <laughs> what is the movie that I criticized for taking like 40 minutes to get going? Other than all of them? No, there's there was one in particular where it was like 40 minutes in, nothing had happened. It wasn't Wonder was Woman. Drive. Was it Drive? Maybe, I don't know. Mm, I don't there's know. been a couple. Does, wait, wait, does it even matter like this movie? Wonder no, Woman. No, you're just gonna meander from episode to episode trying to figure out which movie it was. Exactly. I, don't, I can't. I Let's can't start the show. To say, it's wait. better than this movie. Talking yeah. about our previous episodes. Let's start this show. I say, here's a question. No here's a question. No is it better? Which movie is better? This or the Dead Don't Die? This movie. The Dead Don't Die had more. No, I, I'm just saying this movie. I'm saying this movie. I was fight. Uchi is just like nope, the nope. It, it, it's still nope, Dead Don't Die. You, Uchi, nope. you were watching the Dead Don't Die. <laughs> I got more feelings from the Dead Don't Die. Okay, but here's the thing though. I didn't fall asleep while watching this movie. I did fall asleep while watching Dead Don't Die. I'm like, How I'm not even not kidding. Fall asleep watching this movie. No, because I this movie was, like, sitting on the couch. This movie Under was boring, going... but it was still more or less like that. We'll get into when we start talking about this, we'll get into we'll, it. We'll but it yeah, we'll talk about just it. But like, introduce it. Yes, this movie was Someone just was... enough for me to stay awake. Dead Don't Die literally had nothing. So I fell asleep. Let's, let's just. Let's just let's just segue into the show. Yep, we're let's start Nomad the show. Nomadland. Nomad. Let's yeah. start it. No intro music. This the movie doesn't deserve it. Welcome to Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi Sumwaka. Michael Navakshinov. And Pam Hinshark. And today, this wonderful evening, we are reviewing... <laughs> I'm just going to jump into no, it. Are we going to say it's wonderful? Uh, I mean, it's wonderful in the sense of what's happening, like, as far as the news goes, but... Not as far as this movie goes, um, but yeah, Nomadland. Um, <laughs> this, I, I, I can't even. It um, happened. It, it happened. We are reviewing yeah. the 2020 American. Let's put that Oscar in all nominated. caps. American. All caps. And Drama film. Oscar nominated. Oscar nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Written, Oscar nominated, edited, in air quotes. produced, and directed by director Chloe Zhao. Um, it stars Frances McDormand as a woman who leaves her hometown of Empire, Nevada, after her husband dies, and the soul industry closes down to be houseless. So she is houseless, not homeless, houseless, and travels around the United States. Uh, that's that that that's the entire plot. Literally, that's the entire plot. Yep. There's um, a things that happen, but it I won. Say... It won an award at the Venice Film Festival, and also won the People's Choice Award at the Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, it had one week streaming limited release on December fourth of twenty twenty, and was released by Searchlight Pictures in selected IMAX theaters in the United States. Uh, the film was praised for its direction, screenplay, editing, cinematography, and performances, especially of McDormand. It was the third highest rated film of, of 2020 on Metacritic, which found it to be the most frequently ranked by critics and publications as one of the best films of the year. It earned six nominations at the Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress for McDormand, and it won Best Motion Picture Drama and Best Director at the 78th Golden Globe Awards. It also won four awards, including Best Film at the 74th British Academy Film Awards, or the British Oscars. Um, yeah. Nomadland. 
So, Clearly, what the critics gonna, are on, I, I'm gonna, we were not. I'm gonna put an olive branch out. Okay. Um, be, because I know why this movie is doing well, right? Yeah. It's 2008 was a bad time to be a homeowner. A mm -hmm. lot of people had a lot of stress. That's mm -hmm. some. That's some real cultural trauma. Mm -hmm. And we did not live through that. Mm -hmm. We did not have those problems of being maybe evicted from our house because of a bunch of rich people uh, in a situation that we couldn't control. So obviously when a movie comes along and it's all melancholy and it's this lady that suffered, it's like there's going to be a lot of people that are going to connect to it. Mm -hmm. And they evidently liked this movie because they saw something in it. And I know what they saw. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> because this yes. movie... That's perfect. That summarized my opinion so perfectly. This that's movie a, is... That's, that's the end of the podcast. That's the it end is of the podcast. boring beyond contempt. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's Micah's piece. Let me, let me throw my little rant in here. You know what? Go. I... The Oscars. I love of I don't even know. Look, I've I've watched my fair share of Oscar nominated movies, right? Some are decent, some I hated, some are boring, but my god, I don't understand how we've reached this point where this is among the favorites to win. When you had something powerful like Jesus and the Black Messiah. Like that's also Oscar nominated. Like we know it's I'm thinking of ending things. That was way more that movie. Way I'm more thinking, on a cerebral level than this movie. The trailer for I'm thinking of ending things should win an Oscar compared to this. <laughs> Oscars, I no, no, I'm I'm still going in, Pamela. Hold your oh, horses. Let me speak. This movie. I used to hate La La Land. La La Land was me looking at the Oscars being like, I hate what you think is a good movie. But to me, La La Land makes me happy compared to this. <laughs> like, dude, dude, I don't, I, look, the Oscars, have you ever looked at Oscar nominations and you look at like best pictures and then you compare it to like best animated pictures and best animated pictures always look like so fun? And like creative and something different. Even the sad was a kind of like super creative and like draw you and suck you in and make you excited. Mm -hmm. While best pictures count like I am dead inside. And I want everyone else to be dead inside. <laughs> That's this movie. This movie is like, hey, it sucks to be you. Mm -hmm. And they it also made they made sure to mention it's not an art house film. It's more of a film in the form of a documentary, and this hey, is just more exciting the... documentaries about grass. <laughs> I'm watching so, a very exciting documentary right now called The Night Stalker, so and it's more entertaining than that. I'm just saying this for our listeners because, like, the way we make we even make this sound like an art house. It's not an art house film. No, it's just it's just an art house movie. It's I've seen. <laughs> Look, we've seen art house movies that we absolutely hate and art house movies that we really love. At least those movies get an emotional reaction from us. Yeah. Even if you have to it, you get you some emotional what? reaction from some art house movies. This movie this... did have art house vibes, guys. I no, hate to disagree. But it did was. This, did this get a reaction was... from you? No, because I was bored. Was but that doesn't that doesn't mean that it what didn't like it was filmed really well. The, the shooting was good. Shots. The acting was good. good. The music was good. Like it was doing everything it could to show a old lady on screen and play sad piano music and just wring emotions out of people. It what? was competently doing that if I could establish emotional connection. But mm -hmm. it okay. missed that initial hook, so therefore nothing. But also, a, a part of, uh, I don't know, because for me, a part of it just, it, it it hung by the thread that this has to be relatable to you for this to work, if that made sense, right? Because yes, we no, had... That, that's that's really so. the crux of things. Yeah, because we had certain situations we where she, she got really upset at, at, like, the two men at the garden area, or, or, sorry, at the backyard when they were talking about like one of them wanted to buy a house or something and he's like oh yeah i have yeah. A, there's a house down the street and 
you know, like if you pay this on a down payment with a mortgage, you can probably pay it off in like 20 years. And then she gets super upset and she's like, that doesn't make sense why you're making people go into debt just to put a roof over their heads. And in my head, I'm just kind of like, but this is, this, this is, this is welcome to the real world where people actually need. Because think about it, not everyone wants, yeah. no one, not everyone can just be in an RV and just drive. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, no. I think. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, like, but she's burned that she put 20 years of her life into something that she lost like that. Yeah. Yeah, which so, makes it makes sense, but it's just the yeah. it makes sense. The way it was delivered just wasn't relatable. Sense. You know? It was just like No, I, I, I I'm going to disagree. I think that was the single most relatable point. That's of the, the most movie. relatable moment. Is it? I, okay. I think the problem yeah. yeah. I think the problem is a lot of moments in this movie can't be relatable. Like when Swanky dies from a cancer, that that is relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're talking you're... about the struggles of of being in debt that's relatable the struggle of not being able to get a job that's relatable the problem is i don't care about this main character Mm -hmm. that's really what it hangs on that's that's what it hangs on right you need to be a middle-aged person that nearly lost their home and then you get it Mm -hmm. see we relate i would i don't want to say we relate to this as young adults young professionals starting in the career with crippling student loans and card debt and whatever else trying to make it that's how we relate to it we can't relate to it as the middle-aged person who is like maybe living paycheck to paycheck and, and over it and over exactly yeah and like, that that's our life right now <laughs> so, just, like think, we live paycheck to like that this is normal for us no here's not, my not necessarily no. here's yeah. my thing I say relatability. Relatability is not important for me when it comes to movies and characters, right? I'm not gonna be able to relate to like say Batman or Four or the dude from Compelling Drive, is what you're looking. For. I want compelling characters. I want compelling mm-hmm. stories. What you gave yeah. me in this movie is a series of of moments happening to this person, mm-hmm. and I kind of can't root for her. That's actually what it is. It's relatable providing you're you've suffered that situation mm-hmm. but it's not compelling See, and my I and think because my, we don't relate there's nothing my other just, thing is it seems like yes she's had this big thing happen to her i'm not saying it's any less than anything else or any less than anyone mm-hmm. else's or any more than anyone else's but my biggest issue is she doesn't try to make the situation better and yeah she just that's... lives in this situation and not and my biggest issue with this movie is that i personally don't like watching movies and this is a personal preference that shows everyday life that is constantly like and you know like, i should say it's everyday life but a situation where it's like, you know what? We have all lived paycheck to paycheck. We have all had days where we can't pay rent and we're gonna eat ramen noodles for the next two weeks until we can do groceries. I deal, we all have dealt with that. I don't wanna see it on in an Oscar nominated film. And the other thing is, like, it's just, I can't even remember. This is how boring it was. I can't keep a cognitive thought pattern with this movie. But it's just, and you, oh, I remember. You guys say there was acting. What acting? I honestly felt like she was just filming random people that were just going about their everyday lives. And maybe that was yeah. the draw. Maybe that was the concept. But to me, it was just like there. she had one tone the whole movie. There was no. There was maybe little bits of anger and emotion, but really it was just flat. It was just people doing their own thing, right? There was no sort yeah. of emotional highs or lows. Mm-hmm. There was yeah, even the guy thing. with the cigarette who showed up to, like twice, and I was just twice. like, "Does he?" Because okay. he shows up later again, and to, yeah, I, I was just like, "Okay, I, what's I, the?" That's actually the point where I quit. Yeah, I was like, I "What's think... the point of all of this?" I don't know. And maybe, maybe it presents how he ends up being trapped in this lifestyle. I don't know. I think the thing is like, I think I remember... the movie. Was... Sorry, Michael. I remember you. When we watched Uncut Gems, you said you don't like main characters like him, where. They're self-destructive. Yeah, they're self-destructive, right? Yeah. I don't like main characters that have 
absolutely zero motivation for zero drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zero well, that, that's just that's just the like... thing. Is proactive characters are a major draw in movies, and this was the opposite of a proactive oh, character. See... No, here, let me keep going. Let me even add more, right? Yeah. If if she could compel me to understand why her lifestyle works and why it's good and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Maybe I could see it, but but the movie was just suffering and struggle. She yeah, left. The whole time. She left the dog behind. That for me, that was when she I was like, I don't like behind. this character. I was like, I don't I like don't, this like, character. She left the dog, like, you know what? At least the dog would be a companion <laughs> and maybe improve her life a little bit. Like, yeah, no, I, an extra expense. Yeah, but she's also kind of, it also feels like she's kind of self-destructive. That's the, that's, that's what I was gonna get at. Is every single choice, every time people offered her help, she turned it down. No. And like you know what? Because it was independent help, right? Sometimes like, oh, we can help you. She's like, no, right? See? And she's like, oh, here's a moment for you to like, listen, mate. I don't know how long your husband's been dead for. Maybe it's been five years, maybe it's been ten years. I don't know. This dude kind of likes you. You seem like you kind of don't mind him. Maybe you like him as well, but you choose automatically the self-destructive path of being like, I am out of here, mm-hmm. right? It's not a movie for romance. I don't care about the romance in movies, right? Mm-hmm. But that was just the epitome of like. You're given a choice. What's the point of this movie? You got to be by yourself <laughs> yeah. or not by yourself, and you choose by yourself. See, again. and here's another thing that's like we were talking about no motivation in this, and how like she's self-destructive, and it's like you know how there's that saying sometimes like you make your own life hard. Mm-hmm. She seems to constantly just be making her life harder than it absolutely needs to be, and you know what? As a very independent person, I, I get sometimes you gotta do the same stupid thing over and over and over again to prove that you cannot do it until you finally ask for help. But you have to give the, have a brain that makes you give your head a shake, go, I can't do this on my own, I need help. She is, I, that is not registering in her brain and no. it drives me absolutely nuts. And I think that's sort of a byproduct of the collective American psyche where culturally americans are so sort of like independent and libertarian and i look out for myself and i think she was an embodiment of that attitude right of just absolutely refusing to rely on anyone else when as people like you kind of have to rely on social support structures those are those work and they exist for a reason and like cutting yourself off from them is not it's not healthy yes like has like what her sister said at Mm -hmm. in her part where she was like when we were kids or younger, you were my social support structure, and then you just left. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> so this God, this movie is such a dream. Can this... I just, can I talk about something really, really quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And I'm gonna preface it by saying, I don't really want to see a movie where someone shits in a bucket. That Very scene in this my whole opinion on this movie what? and now my question is out of all of us i'm sure we've been in the bush and had to have either take crap in the bush or shit in a yep. bucket i don't want to see it i mean story time here hunting season two years ago i got food poisoning from an egg salad sandwich oh we don't have heating or water work well correct we don't have waterworks from freeze up to melt up north at the cabin Guess who was going out to the outhouse at yeah. two o'clock in the morning in minus thirty-five? It is not fun. I do not want to see that on t- on a movie. That sounds like personal trauma. <laughs> that was it is personal, personal trauma. trauma. <laughs> it totally brought up. This movie triggered me at that mo- at the, that point. Pam is tr- Pam is the triggered one. Yeah, Pam <laughs> got triggered by this movie. <laughs> well, I uh, I either mean... way, I want to see that. Oh, man. I, I'm I'm trying to just look at it from the whole like even Hollywood lens because now I'm questioning. I'm like, would I even would I even like Mank more than? Because at least with Mank, it's kind of like you're expecting just a classic like yes. Citizen Kane type thing. Like it's just fellatio. Yeah, just like I, I just like Hollywood like stroking its like own you... ego. Yeah, Dude, I would rather watch a movie a whole trying to blow itself off than this. Yeah, right. This movie something... was like the pinnacle of slice of life, almost right. A weird okay. slice of life, and I had 
I've always hated slice of slice of life stories. Anime, anime's got slice of life stories, right? But yeah. you know why they work? Because you care about the characters. And this... you're in a weird place, typically, I assume. <laughs> and you like them, not this, not this. But yeah. there's this also, there, but I, even with that, there's always like a twist to it, right? Like, I know the one on Netflix. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I know this, like, the premise oh, the of this. The Way of the House Husband? Yeah, is about like a Yakuza, an ex-Yakuza, like, I guess, leader who or whatever. Fell love who fell in love and head. eventually just became a house husband. And he's dealing with how to just be a stay-at-home husband while being an yeah, ex see, that's yakuza a comedy exactly yeah, it's yeah, like oh this show. okay i'd watch show. this like you know but i this was just yeah, I, I don't know i don't man. think i've ever seen a slice of life where you're also depressed while watching it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, can I, I just want to say something real quick yeah i want to know so you know how on instagram and on pinterest and all those other things there's all these like trendy van life videos oh no no i, I, I don't <laughs> Does a very good them. job of being like, don't live in a van unless you really have to. It's not a good idea. <laughs> it's gonna go real bad. Gen Z and millennials, give your head a shake. <laughs> <laughs> it's on trend. With also, that. also, yeah. I feel like maybe it was just the real, the like the realist in me, because I was like. Like you know, especially with things that, that that just happened like recently, just in especially in the states where this movie was made, if it was like a person of color who just lived in a van and parked in sketchy places, and like the cops came banging on the door, it like it, things could have escalated. Like you know what I mean? Like which is why I said it wasn't as relatable for me. Because there were just so many other things I was thinking about where it's just like this. I, okay, I guess we're just going to go with this. But yeah. uh, granted. I mean, there was no underlying tension. Yeah, no, there exactly. Which is just like, I mean, we had like the one police officer that banged on the door and was like, you have to move your car. You can't park here. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm moving. And like, that was it. That was even just security. Or maybe just security. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he was. But, you know, but it was just kind of like... I. I just didn't feel anything. It was just, it was weird. There's no sense, there's no sense of stakes. There's nothing about this movie that makes you care. There's no there's... sense of urgency. Oh, also, honestly, like, you, for... you have the other characters that she meets also having things they somewhat care about. Like, the other dude had, like, what a the... family he cared about. And he stayed the behind, other he stayed. have agencies. Yeah, See, even Swanky had, like, a certain level of, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what, I have cancer, I just want to, like, see parts of the... I just want to go see the parts of the U.S. before Except I go. before I go. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, like she... As far as we know, she's not dying. Or she's not... It's just kind of like... She's just Look, choosing like this life. Like, I'm not... I'm not homeless. I'm houseless. I'm like... Cool. <laughs> that is homeless. <laughs> that is, just, that is homeless. <laughs> So the other characters had personality. They were maybe like weak tomato soup, like weak Alfredo sauce. Mm-hmm. Her, the main character was water. Was flour water. and water mixed together in a paste. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. it. That encompassed her whole wait, personality. Flour and water mixed together in a paste and put in a microwave. <laughs> yes, oh. thank you. Yeah. It's just or put in a freezer. Nothing. Yeah, like yeah, there was nothing. There was no urgency. There was no like my watching this movie went from being like feeling depressed to being like, oh my god, when is this going to end? Mm-hmm. I think of. it's just the way and it started. It to I I yeah. felt physically cold when it helped. started. So, well, <laughs> I was like, okay. It wasn't helped by the fact that it seemed to just jump between time frames without mm-hmm. sort of any real frame of reference. Yeah, it's like, oh, now she's working here, now she's working here. Oh, it just God. made the whole thing disjointed. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest problem is that everyone else seemed to like have an idea, or, like, have motivation, agency motivations. Like even at the end, you don't see Linda made back at Amazon. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's no indi- no indication that she died. Like she was like, yeah, like no, I I only have like five hundred fifty dollars in my retirement. I was like, yo, that sucks, and like that's why she's still working, right? Mm-hmm. But I felt like Linda May was always trying to move on to different things. She wasn't gonna like repeat the year over and over again. Maybe that's just like the 
the fallacy of this main character that she's just doomed to repeat her life stuck doing yeah. this. Well, they they do and that. They try to the... make it like artistic when the person commenting on her wedding ring is like it's a circle, so it never ends. It's a circle of love. Yeah, never ends. love never <laughs> That's ends. why I'm saying this movie is an art house movie. Can I just, can I just <laughs> mention something? You know how they go to that? I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, About the RV thing. Where they go to the RV park and there's like that preacher guy. I don't know. He reminded me of a preacher, and that whole thing seemed a little culty to me. Bob is an he's an actual person. He does his whole YouTube living. But still, I'm just saying that whole situation Mm -hmm. seemed very culty to me. No, no, it wasn't even culty. I I like the message he was putting out there about like how capitalist America has pretty much led you to the end, and you've slaved your whole life for nothing, and we're here to support each other. I kind of like that. Same. I think she she just I don't know what with her. She didn't like embody what he was what teaching. Yeah, came out the and, yeah, and she's just like I I'm on my own. Well, see, and that was it. Maybe that irritated me is that it's like she came to this RV gathering to become part of a group, and then she was like, still like I'm not gonna be out part of the group. I'm gonna live on the outside of this society. Like, on oh, the society that already lives outside of society. society. Yes. And the the explanation for why she's doing that is she's still in grief, I assume. What did she explain? She was like, my problem is, okay, I know it's going to sound so rude and so evil for me to say, because some people actually live life like this, right? They get it. Like, I haven't experienced that kind of, like, trauma, right? But she's like, no, like, my husband didn't have, like, parents, no siblings, or just me and him. And I felt like if I left Empire... Then it's not like he ever existed in this world. Oh, did she say that? Yeah, she did. Oh, huh. Yeah, I, I kind of, I actually kind of paid attention to this movie, no matter how boring it was. Because, like, if I want to talk, if I want to talk crap about the movie, I best back it up, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's See, fair. Like, you know what? It's wait, one... wait. Okay. So, like, her saying all that stuff, right? I'm like, cool, 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 cool. But you know, his memory lives on in you, so like you kind of don't need to be tied down to this dying town. <laughs> I don't know, Pam. You're, you're saying I need more beer. <laughs> I need I'm like, honestly, drink. I'm shocked I'm not drinking for this, but I'm also trying to lose weight, so that means not that means drinking hard all liquor. the time. That means, gin. well, I mean. <laughs> That means tequila, and we Whoa. do not need getting tequila drunk on this because then real fun things happen. Anyways, um, anyways, anyways, that sidebar. Um, so okay, you know it's one thing to be to live in grief and to like internalize that trauma. And I know everyone handles it different, and I mean, I personally have been guilty of sitting in my own grief and whatever else and processing my own emotions for a long time, but there has to be a point where you have to be like, okay, I need to get over this and move on with my life. Mm -hmm. Because at some point, it becomes so unhealthy and embodies your whole personality, and that's the biggest thing, is this one emotion is not make up your whole personality and like when you feel like when you hit you feel those intentional waves of sadness you want to know how long those usually last and you feel like crying your eyes out let yourself cry because most of the times it'll only last from three to five minutes and then go about your day <laughs> it's, i'm trying to explain what depression is no i'm trying to explain like how ridiculous that like <laughs> I'm not, you, know, you missed it you went to go get beer i'm not repeating i it. get what you're saying <laughs> but that's the thing is like this is the point like honestly to this whole main character i just wanted to be like yes what happened to you sucked try to make it better yeah and move on with your life for the love of god pat was just like (laughs) stop being sad be happy stop being sad no not even to stop being sad be happy because i hate when people do that to me but it's just like you know what take some initiative Try to better yourself. Take this grief and channel it in even if even it's a creative way, like making rock necklaces. I don't care. But yeah. Do something about it. Oh. 
I have nothing else to add, guys. Yeah. Just, How long do you have I'm, left? This this was a movie. Anything. We can wrap up like, oh my god, we. <laughs> this is gonna be our shortest episode in history. No, no, like I've got some ideas. We can talk about something else real quick, right? Yeah. How long do we have well, we're at the twenty-seventh mark, twenty-seven minute mark. Oh so. my! That's oh a, my yikes. god! What? We can actually talk about something else. Let's, I I, I, do, I really want to come on the sand. This this episode would have been half an hour if we stopped it now. <laughs> It would be hey, nice. Yeah. Like, okay. Wait. Look. Everyone. Why well, I've not updated this in a long time. Okay, no. Let's actually do this. Let's bust out the spreadsheet with all the movies we watched last year. Oh, yikes. Why, wait, why? Why are we doing this? We're going to say every single movie that's going to be better than this. And be like, why this one deserves to be deserve to win an Oscar over this over, <laughs> oh. to win an Oscar <laughs> all right well, see, well over this I guess we're doing just the movies and it, like we're not counting the Witcher no, we're not counting the Witcher okay um, right. I just want to say something we should throw because we haven't done it in a while we should throw Rex in on I this one any Rex, man. I'm gonna... everything anything okay so anything the first one was 1917 my favorite uh, <laughs> okay so this uh this spreadsheet is a little out of date. It's out of date. That's why I was like, no. Yeah. Let's not even say 1917, right? Mm-hmm. Just looking at the list of movies here, right? Except for maybe a couple of them, anything would be better than we've done. We've, d- we've done 1917. We've done Uncut Gems. We've done Birds of Prey, Ibuchi. actually. Want to <laughs> send me that spread li- spreadsheet? No. <laughs> is Birds of Prey Same. considered better than this? Yes, yes, as much as it pains me to say it. <laughs> we've, we've done I coming. Think I have. Oh. We've done the first Here's coming to America. Question, we've we've done. We've I lost my body. Time. Actually, we've done the second coming to America. That's also better than this. Both coming America, <laughs> two Americas were better than this. Yeah, we've done. I lost my body. Okay. Here's the thing. All of these we we've start... done were like better. But here's my question: Are they better because we're more entertained by them? Oh. Yes, because entertainment is like it's not an objective measure, but it's of value. I was more entertained and engaged by Rise of Skywalker, despite the movie being objectively worse, worse put than together. This. Mm-hmm. See, right? Here's maybe where I've started questioning how much you truly rate movie reviewers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because like you look at them and like, do you enjoy a movie because it's entertainingly good? <laughs> Or because it's a technically good and movie. This, Uchi, is why, like, at the beginning of this podcast, I was pushing a back against using a rating system. Because I didn't want to quantify things at the end. When, because then it takes away the nuance. It's like, I enjoyed Rise of Skywalker more than this. Mm-hmm. Because Rise of Skywalker was such a disaster. And because I heckled it the whole time. See, right? even though Rise of Skywalker was objectively bad, it was objectively entertaining for, I would say, probably 75% of Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solely for That's heckling really purposes. Yeah. You, you watch Rise of Skywalker, you'd be mm. angry, but you have fun being angry at the movie. It entertains you how angry you get. It, it's like, it draws yes, I have an emotion out of you. If it elicits it an emotion from me, whether it be like pure anger or like happy exasperation exasperation i don't care it exists it elicits an emotion this did nothing it was like, honestly if this was a heartbeat monitor it would go beep beep beep, beep. beep. guys and like, this movie is number one on the dial tone chart yeah <laughs> this would be the dumbest movie we've done yeah honestly year. looking at all the movies we've done like they're all better than this the, all of them yeah <laughs> all of them. it's it's kind of like I even what even Wonder like, Woman was better than this. even Wonder Woman nineteen eighty eight whatever you want to put left more emotions in me than this. I got mad at that movie. I didn't even get mad at this movie. Like I just want you to understand my situation. Monitors right here. My other monitor is directly in front of me. For the listeners, the monitor I'm looking at is off to my left. I had the movie on the monitor off to my left, and directly in front of me, I had my sculpting. And that's what I was doing this whole movie, occasionally tilting my head over to look at the scene and then looking back. Just after like first thirty minutes, did precisely nothing. I went, okay, Honestly, I need to do something else. You weren't the only one doing that. I was working yeah. on my painting. <laughs> I had I had to do something else because nothing was happening. Okay, so nothing I think we agree right now on this roster because, in my opinion, I think Nomadland, maybe Trial of Chicago Seven. 
But I assume Nomadland would rival Judas and the Black. I, Judas and Black Messiah has to win at this point. I'll be upset if it doesn't. But here, here's my next question, though. Can Judas and the Black Messiah win? I'm just, it has Black to. Because it's definitely, it's objectively just more... It's actually more entertaining. You, you get more of a reaction mess, out yeah. of it. Yeah. It's like, I have no... I Listen, I relate more to this old lady than I do to the guys in Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Just mm-hmm. because of who I am. But Judas and the Black Messiah was a more entertaining movie to watch just because of the way it was structured. There was mm-hmm. more tension in it, right? Their, their characters were doing something. You were rooting for them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm going with this is if you just want to look at it sort of from like breaking down the components of what makes a good story, Judas and the Black Messiah did a much better job. And... Uh, if you just yeah, I don't I don't know where I was going with that. Other than and my, maybe my I was second kind of question movie. is <laughs> if this movie doesn't win, we all know what's winning. It's going to be Mank. Now, do we want to watch Mank? That's my other no, question. Cause, no, no, because I'm, I'm, I'm done tired with of, Oscar. I'm tired of Oscar beat. <laughs> Unless it's an animated Oscar movie, I'm not being any more Oscar bait. I can, like, oh my goodness. No, I no. Don't, the, the thing. <laughs> no. When, when I watched Parasite last year, I was genuinely taken by surprise that it won the Oscar. It feels like they took two steps back this year. It honestly say, feels like they did. If we do another non-animated Oscar bait movie, I think Uchi and I are both going to strike. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Here's, here's my next question. What is the point of the movie? Yeah, that's that's what I asked in the cold open. Yeah. That's what Nothing. I asked. The point. Do, Nothingness. do you make a movie to entertain and tell a great story? Or do you tell or do you make a movie that just flexes on here's how I can make my vision of a story and it doesn't matter if you get it or not, because this is for me. Wanna know what this the point of this movie is? On how to make your life exceptionally hard. How to make your life exceptionally yeah. dull. Yeah. I because I when it comes to like just the character, because when you know you have like the quiet, brooding character all the time, I think the only movie we've done that's closest to that is, I guess, Drive and Blade Runner. Dude, Drive is so much better. Blade Runner is so much better. Yeah, Blade and it's you know, like, like fun. And like those were like I, you. You also had equally like a brooding, quiet, like yeah character but (laughs) both drive and blade runner had a character with motivation yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what as much as i hated drive i would much rather watch that again than watch this Yeah. And that's I saying a lot because I hate like hate it. I have never put in this movie on ever again. <laughs> like, like honestly, if yo. anyone is in my house or I'm at anyone's house and they're like, "Let's watch No Man Land," I will be like, "Get out!" <laughs> Here's the door. Leave. Yeah. I'm never speaking to you again. Ay ay ay! I'm just like. Man. You know, I'm gonna do are other contemptible wait, movies wait, I've these, seen. Wait, I was like, these are the same people who say that superhero movies are bad for you. <laughs> well, clearly, this is why they're bad because they make you think Nomadland oh. is uneventful. You've been watching yeah. too many superhero movies. <laughs> clearly, that's the problem. Clearly, that's a problem. Clearly, I'm the problem. How, been... de- how dare I demand a story wanna... with story? <laughs> you wanna hear how bad is and how boring this movie is i would much rather watch the Zack snyder justice league cut again than watch okay it. so i yes. i, I dipped out for that, that why don't you tell me roughly how you guys felt about it because i'm I not love, watching it i love it oh my god really? it's superman yeah it's Superman. It's I really like that. You liked movie. it? It was yeah. good, Michael. Here. It it, it was, was good. It was su- it surprised us. We did. We had a radio cut episode, and then we had a Northern Critic podcast extended, extended edition episode. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because we had yeah. so much to talk about it. Mm-hmm. As huh. as it it was done so much better. Cinematography, so cinematographically wise, or however you pronounce that word. Cinema, cinematography. <laughs> how how did the camera work? <laughs> <laughs> how did the camera, camera good? 
English is hard for me today. It's been a long two days. Um, it's been a long two hours watching this. Exactly, my friend. This story, movie just felt this. Oh, Michael, Michael, this movie felt longer than Justice League. Yeah, I hate you. Yes. Like, okay, I'm just gonna. Can I say <laughs> Justice League movie-wise, how it was shot and made? Wonderful. Uh personally did not like it and you have to know too much off the comics to understand it yeah it's a comic yeah. book movie for comic book fans it's a comic book movie for comic book fans mm-hmm. okay also jared leto was in that movie and he was actually enjoyable for once as the joker oh he was okay he was he was okay he was See, fine me not watching me not watching that movie was like my protest for being burned so many times by dc yeah um, I, like i don't blame you and then they come out with this movie it's like oh it's the worst movie we've ever made but this time it's four hours and we promise it's better (laughs) and i had nothing to compare it to don't forget suicide squad yeah yeah i didn't watch that movie (laughs) i had never seen the original justice league so i didn't have anything to compare the Zack snyder version to okay and that's the other thing is like i was wondering but it's a good thing you hadn't seen the original because what i was wondering is is it good or are you just comparing it to that dumpster fire of a movie right it's both better okay we're comparing it to the dumpster fire but it's also generally a good movie yeah oh. it's 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 competent okay it's, yes. it's competent and like i guess i, guess. I said on the episode it's not a great it's not it's, it's not, not like a masterpiece a, yeah like a like I'm not a guy. I'm not trying to expect this thing to be like an Oscar nominated yeah. movie or like anything like that, right? But as a superhero movie, it's really good. It hmm. tells you it's the fantastically shot. It, yeah. Also, like the, where would it you just... put it among the Marvel movies? Just curiously. Um, after the first okay, door. Personally, let me, okay, let me let me rank my Marvel movies. I got Infinity War, Infinity War, End Games. Uh, Winter Soldier, First Avengers, probably just below First Avengers. Okay, that kind of gives me an idea wherever. That's good. Yeah, enough. that's actually fair. Yeah. yeah, just right below First Avengers. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's Here's it's it does well any to introduce. Movie? You can't just go any Marvel movie there. Any Marvel movie. Don't forget Captain Mar. Don't forget Justin Captain. Mar- don't forget <laughs> Captain Marvel was a thing. Never saw. Marvel. Don't forget Captain the Marvel. Don't forget the first. Don't forget the first Captain America movie. Yeah, as well. How rough. Yeah. They were still figuring it out. Don't though, forget though. Iron Man two. Yeah, that was Didn't also rough. That's kind of rough. <laughs> that was kind of rough. Four, yeah. four, two. Yes, as don't well. Don't forget the first four movie. Also kind of rough. Okay, <laughs> first Thor movie, guilty pleasure. Not gonna lie, haven't seen it in a decade, but it was a guilty pleasure. Iron Man 2 almost ended my relation, first relationship. <laughs> and it should have. I wish it did. I wish Iron Man ended this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, no. Like, ha- half this movie to go by and then Iron Man to come down. <laughs> the Schneider cut should... I am wait, Iron wait, Man. Wait, wait, She walks inside her van and Andrew just sits up. It's Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> like how you heard of the Avengers particle. I'm putting together a team. <laughs> I don't know why I did a Batman. That, yeah, I was going to say, that would be Batman. But <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I no. It... trash because we did like this movie. No! This <laughs> movie, not. We, we weren't the intended audience. I don't know who the intended audience. No, you want to no. know the intended audience? Everyone 38... Plus, no, just the best who works living in, the in US. middle America. Yeah, I because personally, I don't know anyone who's like 38 plus who enjoy this movie. I really don't. That's true. Yeah. I can't see my parents this, sitting this through this movie. Is I actually can't a specific community. I yeah. can see my dad getting up and walking away to go do anything else. Yes, the thing about this movie, I feel like this movie was made just to be an Oscar bait. Oh, definitely. It's definitely so much mm-hmm. Oscar bait. A lot of Oscar like, movies are made just to be Oscar bait, though. That's the whole point. No, there's a thing. Well, that was yeah. thing, though. It's not even like a La La Land Oscar bait. This is just like a 
God, this is like this Oscar year. bait, but it's like the ingredient that you put into a movie to make it Oscar bait. Mm -hmm, it's yeah. like this isn't the cupcake; this is the sugar the, that you pour no, 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 in. No, no, no. It's not even the sugar; it's the baking soda. See, once <laughs> you're right. Once upon no, a time in Hollywood was Oscar bait, and that still had What's that something. What's up with Yeah, it was. Has a lot going in it. But okay. it, but the, yeah. but it had a story, like. Some things were yeah, happening. <laughs> Leonardo like, DiCaprio as a struggling actor was very funny because you just cannot think of Leonardo DiCaprio as a struggling actor. But he pulled right. it off really well. Like he he was frustrated and you could see it. Like it was good. So I yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. Something else. Yeah, that's the thing. Hey, on the note of Leonardo that's... DiCaprio. Wait, 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 what happened? You know, that's the thing that this Oscar bait is missing? A black person, so she can learn what learn what racism is. Oh, <laughs> I hate you. That that's too real. Exactly. Yeah. That that would have just been it. If she had parked in like what? a that would have a neighborhood you know in Chicago. Imagine parked in Compton. Yeah, exactly. That would have made the movie a little disingenuous because I don't feel like this movie was disingenuous. It was not. I think like, like this was a very genuine movie. It was, it was just about boring. something that I don't care about. You know, that's the thing. I think the maybe I'm, the description also sold me a lie when it's like about a woman traveling across America, discovering yeah America and herself, and then you give me high in like four different locations that look exactly the same. But no, but there's but there's snow. Case. There was, the yeah, there, was, there was also the there was also the badlands. <laughs> Everything the light touches. <laughs> I mean, that's basically. Hey, what's just that? Don't what's that dark spot over there? That's that's Transcona. We don't go there. Yeah, <laughs> the light touches. That's the north end. That's the north end. We don't go there. Oh my god! They literally there, pulled there, a circle of life in this movie. <laughs> They literally pulled a circle of life in this movie, so you know it, it is what it is. Yeah. I've just learned. Yeah, this movie hurt me. It's like I can't even be contemptful of this movie, mm -hmm. honestly. I'm well, just, now I just I, I understand yeah. why like movie cult following is a thing. Like cult classics are a thing now because there's just things that you are better. Know what a cult classic is? The Crow. <laughs> Boondock Saints, sixteen candles. Well, that's those that's my point movies. exactly. Like, there's just yeah. yeah, those are cult movies. This is not a cult movie, <laughs> nor will it ever be. <laughs> that's my point exactly. It's just I I feel like we're slowly getting to that point in you know media and entertainment, specifically with movies and theater, that the Oscars right now almost just. It it doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it remember, really doesn't. We, we had this. We had this conversation. Oscar movies don't matter to audiences. I don't yeah. care if a movie is nominated for the Oscar or not. It only matters to the people who make movies. Yeah, because yeah. it still has that prestige. Yeah. The yeah. Oscars, I honestly feel, should have stopped being aired after. 2000 or 2010 because that's when it stopped being about people going to movies and enjoying movies and became solely and about what cinematography cinem oh my god Lord, why is cinematography. it so hard to say cinematography was about like it was there was nothing to do like you know how the oscars were big in the 40s 50s 60s because you know it was still something new right and there was like how? a <laughs> Hollywood glam aspect. Let's, to let's, it. Now it's just like whatever. No one cares. Don't even bother putting it on TV because no one cares. I'd much rather watch a hockey game. Let's keep. Let's keep in mind. Had COVID not been a thing, right? We would have had Fast and Furious Nine. Um, we would have had Black Widow. We also would have had Dune. Now, if those three movies had actually come out, and this movie That's still made it. What? Fast and Furious is not getting nominated. You, you already know Fast and Furious is not getting nominated. Okay. Which is, which is weird to something? me because Fast and Furious still holds the record for the most diverse cast ever in Hollywood. They still hold that record. They deserve an award just for that. But anyways, point, kind of funny, they, they deserve an award just for that. Real but, quick. Yes, okay. Yeah. Before I lose my train of thought, because I think I might already have lost it. <laughs> Here's the sad thing. If it was not COVID, we would have had to pay 
Twelve ninety nine. I go see this. Oh, I was. I wasn't years. going to. Yeah. No, I wasn't no, going to. No, <laughs> I was not. No, I was not. Uh, no, I was, no. <laughs> I was reason, not. The only reason I said we can do this movie is because it's on streaming. It's on. Yeah, it was on Disney Plus. <laughs> like I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to the theaters for this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I would have walked like, out to the but theater in this movie. Keep in mind, this I, movie yeah, would have. Like, I would walk out. This movie would, would have gotten out. nominated over those three movies I mentioned, and it would have just okay, been so like what. I want to take slight issue with that. I can see how you would think that it might get nominated over Dune, but at the same time, Dune is the forerunner of science fiction, right? It mm-hmm. defined and again, the genre. Dune is a call has a called following. Yeah. So I actually think that Dune has the possibility to get into the Oscars like Lord of the Rings did. Because yeah. as Lord of the Rings defined fantasy, Dune is one of the couple that defined sci-fi. Oh, so let's hope I'm hoping, that would have been the case. I'm hoping that's correct because <laughs> well, you're, you're you're sure sci-fi is in bad for theater as well. Uh, I well, but Dune is a very. Did you read it? Just curious. No, I did. Yeah, no, I'm just. I make. I'm okay. just referring yeah. to what Spielberg and those guys say. Where it's like anything uh, superhero, yeah. fantasy, sci-fi is you know is bad for theater. I mean, they're so. not wrong, but I, I, I just have wrong. the. I have the impression. <laughs> no, no, because it's true. It's like sci-fi and fantasy movies, which you never get it. Lord of the Rings is the exception. Yeah, it's did just. Harry Potter ever win anything? No. No. No, which is which is interesting. Like, it should have, uh, to be honest. Here's yeah. my thing: if dramas if get, like, get best picture, that dramas it. get best pictures. Parasite, no matter its social commentary about capitalism, late stage capitalism, was a drama. Is a drama movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when Black Panther got nominated, and I was just there like, how? Like, okay, but like, <laughs> why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Before some racist asks me, I love. Like <laughs> I love. Because before yeah. you and Sam get called racist again, yeah, I love that movie. Judas and the, the Black Messiah is drama as well, actually. For best picture, yeah, Judas as a fantasy Messiah. movie is a monstrous achievement. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hence why I said like per- if yeah. Dune made it would have been a big deal, but you know, yeah, as I still if Dune yeah. made it bigger, it's a, why I just I never see a Fast and Furious movie ever being nominated. Which I, is I, that I, that yeah. that blows my mind though, because again, most diverse cast ever me. in history. It doesn't surprise me at all. How? Yes, but it does surprise most me. Most diverse it, cast, but they have cars being shot out of it's helicopters. A, it's an action movie. <laughs> yeah. When is action movies time? are never going to get it. When did you say At least give them best VFX or something. Like, you oh, know? Oh, I mean, yeah. That, that's the that, that's what it's for, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Best VFX, maybe best original score or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's like... But in order to get, like, an action movie as best picture, it's just... Uh, I'm not sure why, but they want, like... Com- they, I guess they want complex characters or something. Like, they okay. want nuanced characters. Okay, so let... It's like literary snobs. So like, let's make... Let's make a oscar action movie we need to have a main character no who not only not. who not only knows karate but also no, understands the the um the struggle of being a white man no, no. who solely no, no. first knows karate no, no, first of, no no first of all that's where you went wrong you okay. should be white man mm-hmm. okay a gay yes, white man white no, no, can't, can't <laughs> be white. Okay. You can't do white man. Okay. You can't do white man. Hey, here's the thing. It has to be like white woman, maybe. Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh... A white woman who knows karate, but only learned it to get away from her emotionally unavailable husband who smokes and drinks a lot but doesn't pay attention no, to no. her you very you very lost it you no. very lost it that's too that's too basic of a plot line okay yeah. way too basic of a plot line okay okay yeah, okay she does it to impress her university no, professor it. Oh. It, it it would be a drama about her getting good at karate climbing the ranks in like a tournament or something that's so, so karate kid karate <laughs> Wait, 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 but you have to make it an odd house karate. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Okay, no, no. Karate is her way of creatively expressing herself. But my but point then, was... Like, why the, would it have to be karate? Now she has to do, like, musical theater or something like that. I best, don't know. Pic- best picture is just then for it's drama glee. 
He has well, <laughs> I legit think Infinity War could have been a best picture, best picture contender because it it had all the pieces. Listen, Infinity War was better than Black Panther. That's why I was kind of confused. Oh no, definitely. Black like yeah, Panther, definitely. But that was not the best superhero movie yeah. of that year. Mm-hmm. Infinity War is not even my the best superhero movie ever made. I think the Oscars just, might need a new category, just best superhero film. Best that should be a thing. The Oscars best rather... adventure movie. There we go. <laughs> Best that movie. should be a thing. I would watch that category. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah. honestly, if audiences were allowed to vote who would win best movie, first it would be a complete and utter disaster. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. You'd vote for troll movies. Godzilla versus Kong. There would be another category. You know there would be another category. Could you yeah. imagine oh, Godzilla God. versus Kong winning best picture? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong had a more compelling Michael, like, Michael would lose all faith in society at that point. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would be completely. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Godzilla versus Kong. Listen, had more I'm not above like dumb action. Like I need to get that across to you. It's just I have a high bar. Oh, here, here. Look, look. Also, Michael wants everyone to think he's pretentious and artsy and has a good film review. Like has a good critic critique system, but then he's not above. But will no. willingly admit he's not above dumb actually. <laughs> no, he's the best part. Listen, I, I like playing Doom. I like just kind of shooting demons. And that's that's my guilty pleasure here, right? He's a boy. Wait, wait, hold up. Hold that's up. Yes. Down to. He's a boy. Everyone... With titties and violence on screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay with it. Everyone, out here thinks Michael has way more refined taste than me. No, he no, doesn't. I don't. <laughs> I'm just, I am basic and trash. I'm just trying to I honestly. To it, I'm just trying to honestly imagine what would win if audiences actually voted on the Oscars. Like it would be a I nightmare. Mean, Infinity War would have won. Yeah. If if audience could make categories, it would be like which actresses have the best boobs in this, <laughs> and which which male actor had the best mustache or abs like it'd be stupid yeah crap. oh no no i'm talking about i'm talking about purely just film like if they had to vote on the best film sam yeah also the problem with that sam is that wait mike mike wait 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 best abs i know who pam is voting for <laughs> She is voting for Mike. No, listen, listen, listen. What happens is Michael B. Jordan walks up on stage at the Oscars. <laughs> and, and winner for best abs goes to... Does anybody know this dude? <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is this guy? I lost my chain of thought. He failed me, Uchi. Well, oh, right. But it, it is serious, seriously, though, the problem is that it would become an advertising game, right? Yeah, yeah. it would. No, mm-hmm. no, but here's the best part, though. The Oscars are already an advertising game. No, but it what is, I'm but what I'm saying is no, we have heard about Parasite. What I'm saying is we have an adaptation of yeah. that already in the Game yeah. Awards, yeah, where you have fans vote for a certain game, but then developers vote for a specific game, and that's the one that wins. You know what I mean? The game Awards. Yeah. Is supposed to have that set up so that indie titles that are less known can win exactly and then the last of us 2 the most well-marketed game of all of them that was universally sort of disliked won exactly because it was artsy yes which is what the oscars is so th- that's my point exactly is basically what no, i'm saying no, the thing is oscars people people advertise and nominate for the oscars it just doesn't go to us the club audience it goes to yeah. all the people of the oscar mm-hmm. academy like, those are the guys who end up voting. And that's why I remember I always said I had a problem with, like, look, animated movie, Oscar, the best animated movie is probably the most pure of them all. Because mm-hmm. at the yeah. end of the day, they ask the kids or people who genuinely watch them, they ask them, hey, what's your oh, favorite you animated like? movie? What did <laughs> yeah. you like? And like, oh, I like this. You know, and you there's something pure about a kid saying, I like this animated movie because you can't mm-hmm. even get mad at that. How are you going to tell... I yeah. can tell a little kid that, no, you're wrong. Where in the Last Dragon is not as good. And the medium kind of <laughs> lends itself to wow. just... Yeah, the medium lends itself to more sort of creative stories, right? Yeah. It doesn't need to be a drama. Mm-hmm. Uchi has a point. 
Because, you know, as much as I dislike children, I am not going to go up to a five-year-old and be like, <laughs> no, you're opinion. wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not that heartless. Watch Nomad Land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my niece is four. I, would n- I will not go up to her and tell her... Um, Iana is a better princess than Moana. I'm sorry, your like, your child your child will hate you if you force them to watch Nomadland. That's like a timeout <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> they would... I was say, if your child grows up to be a murderer, we will know why. Because <laughs> you why. made them watch Nomadland. <laughs> All right, we should wrap up. We're basically done now. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, there's no rating for this movie. No, it's know. just bad. No, it's, no, it's not even a bad movie. It's just it's boring. just boring. Yeah. Just that's our yeah. that's our verdict. That boring. is too much credit. It's boring. That's it's our boring. verdict. Yeah. Boring. There's and no, I'm still counting down because I'm ever since we boring. started this podcast, I've been waiting for Fast Nine, and we're so close, so close. <laughs> I've been waiting <laughs> for how many episodes? If we're we're on sixty six right now, I'm still waiting. No, um, we're on sixty-seven now. See, we're on sixty-seven, 67 right 66 now. Sixty-six was last week. Exactly, yeah. and I'm so still waiting. Oh man! It says sixty-six on Spotify. Oh. So yeah, this is episode well. 66. This is our sixty-seventh. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, that this it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing next week, but it would be boring. Hopefully. Um, Please I'm guessing help. Mortal Kombat. So. Wait, Mortal Kombat's coming out? Yeah. I think so. Sweet. Oh my god, this reaction <laughs> that happened in both those screens on <laughs> my computer was just like, what? Mortal Kombat's kind of, what? Deer <laughs> in the headlights of. Okay, well, we all know it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Even if it's not going to be good, it's going to be better than this. It's going to be trash. It's going to be trash. It's going to be Hercules level. It's going to be good trash. It's going to be Hercules level trash. We'll be entertained. Yes. We'll be entertained. Imagine if this time um, and next also, week back, like, well, I was born again. Also, I'm just gonna throw this in with our with the last minute we have. How cool was the Shang Chi trailer? Cause Didn't man, well, that was such yeah. a great trailer, man. Like, I'm excited for that movie. I I I, I just want to say, that. I just want to say, if I was gay, that would be the actor for me. I'm just saying because he <laughs> he was he looks amazing. <laughs> That's all I'm okay, gonna say. So. Me not objectifying people for a quick second for you two who haven't watched the trailer yet. It's a Marvel movie that doesn't look like a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'll yeah. give it a look. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. It's pretty, it looks good. On that bombshell, let's wrap. Let's find a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> find a <Is> bucket. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening in, and we will catch you guys next week for hopefully Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I... Peace. Peace.